Welcome to Shoot the Breeze, a series on a podcast that celebrates the messiness of life, relationships, and Christianity, featuring my wife Lacey and myself, Nathan. It's creatively titled because it will be just us shooting the breeze, uh, sometimes with guests, while occasionally saying something important. We hope you enjoy. Hey, there was a cystic fibrosis. I know American Girl, Idol. American I've had. Idol. Do you I, know her? I've had. Is that your sister? <laughs> I've had so many people already text me. Oh, can you sing? Why can't you sing? Did you almost? Have... It's funny because when she's talking about telling her story, I'm like, she doesn't have the same. She doesn't have the same severity as Nate. No, she didn't even get it till she was eight. Like, no, whatever. No, uh, it's, no, it's, it's. But like, you can tell even by her, like, like just her story. Yeah. She doesn't say anything, but you can tell by her story. It's like, well, there's a different severity there. It's, it's real, right? It's so with with cystic fibrosis, there's a, a mutation aspect to it. There's over four thousand mutations, so you can. It's a spectrum. Did you know? Fun fact: cystic fibrosis is a is not technically a disease but a syndrome because it is a genetic issue and so the reason they call it a disease though is because of all the clinical effects that happen as a result of cystic fibrosis Mm -hmm. so you have what's a syndrome just means genetic yeah syndrome is dealing with was it diabetes genetic um no 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 like written (laughs) with it like it is a genetic mutation like that's usually it it deals with your genes and genome um so you don't wear jeans. So, <laughs> so this solved the problem. Oh yeah. So I've already had so many people text me about. <laughs> Did you watch her? She's really good. Well, I'm sure she is. If her, uh, I can't, I can't make CF jokes. Why? Because, you have the right to. Because there's certain people that listen, and I can't, I can't say derogatory things towards people with CCCF. True. But you have the right to. <clears throat> I can't. Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, let me do an introduction because I'm probably going to keep all of this in here. <laughs> My name is Nathan. Welcome to uh, Shoot the Breeze with Nathan and Lacey Steele. And no, you're not Lacey. Lacey has the week off and I'm here with my friend. Do you want to introduce yourself? I'm Scott Ferking. I'm a pastor in Burnett, Texas. There you go. And friend of Nate Steele. Are we being videoed too? Yeah, both. Okay. Yeah. So it's like we're on radio and video. So what we do, yeah, we usually we just talk back and forth. Right. And people, it's more of a, a voyeuristic view because we don't ever really address the camera. <laughs> right. So, vo- Lacey says I'm not allowed to use the word voyeur or... Uh, well... Or what's the other one that I... <clears throat> like a, a, a teaser, like to tease, to tease something. But isn't a teaser like a short thing to like to get you to watch later? Yeah, so there's a <clears throat> teaser, which is a very short, short clip within a few seconds. Mm-hmm. And then a trailer is more your minute, minute and a half. Now, for you and I to have teasing as anything we do, that would make total sense. Right, and our wives are Jake here. Sloan. And our... <laughs> no? Our no, <clears throat> Jeremy Cotton. You can't call people out. Why? They were a part of our teasing. Okay. Um, Scott, thank you for joining us on Shoot the Breeze. Okay, ready? <laughs> I, have, I have a new segment. Because you're our first guest that we've ever okay. had. And I don't even know what we're talking about. I know. Because I don't know if you were being serious at all this morning, because we were joking mostly. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't no, know no. if any of that had seriousness. <clears throat> we had it. No, that was a joke. <clears throat> okay. I, I figured Not we had... Not the one thing that I started with, <laughs> right. but what you followed. We, we, have to, we have to get all of our, our jokes out before... Do we? Before we get on. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm nervous as to what... Sorry, I'm playing with my computer. It doesn't sound as... There we go. Okay. 
Um, but I agree with Lacey, no, no voyeur. Really? No, no, no. It has a bad like, connotation. It has a bad connotation, but it's a real, like, Or it sounds thing. really nerdy. Like some guy who watched, <laughs> like, a space show in the 70s. That's Voyager. <laughs> I know, but it still sounds, <laughs> like, is, it still sounds <laughs> like a nerdy space person. <laughs> or a guy who's on. <laughs> okay, so... Um, okay, so here's... Here, ready? I, you know how people have, like, lightning round or rapid fire questions? Those are fun. Yeah. I have... So I nicknamed mine leisure fire questions. Because <laughs> these... Because we just chill? No, there's seven... answer them fast? No, there's seven <clears throat> questions. Some of them are fast. You can oh, okay. answer quick. But some of them you might be like, uh, let me... Think about it. Okay. So There's I figured. No buzzer. No. Okay. So it's leisure fire questions okay. like pukyu. Nice. Pukyu pukyu. You know, like whenever <laughs> you want. Okay. Pew pew. Seven questions. Ready? Yeah. Okay. And this is what I'm going to ask every guest. Maybe. Would you rather Ooh. talk with everyone at a crowded party for a short time or have significant conversations with one or two people? One or two, but I like both. No, you got to pick one. You can't have both, Scott. I'll, I'll do both, but I'll, but on the time, the first time, I will do the one or two, okay. and then I'll do both later. Favorite mm. way to waste time? Oh, uh, some ch- cheesy series to watch that I don't have to really pay much attention to. Ooh, do you have a favorite one? Mm. See, that's why these are leisure, because I might I do add. love Eureka. I love okay. Chuck. I love Ooh. Scrubs. Okay. Okay. And, uh, yeah, those are good ones. Okay, great. Um, would you rather read a story, watch a story, or listen to a story? Well, if I watch, I am listening, right? <laughs> are you talking <laughs> like it with, like, just... Think, think of it like, think of it like... Is it, is it somebody's story? No, think of it like, read a book, watch a movie, or listen, like, to a novel on... Well, like, if you're telling a, your story, yeah. your personal yeah. story, I want to listen to you. Right. But if I'm watching something like Lord of the Rings, I'm going to watch it. Movies are always better. Okay, movies. Good, well-done movies are always better. Sorry, like the, Lacey. Like the Twilight series. Twilight series. We converted my wife to the Twilight series. We were just having that conversation last she's like night. A, she's like a decade late and a $10 short. Come on. All right. Come on, whatever it takes. Uh, ready? Number four. First response. Fight, flight, or freeze? Fight. It's terrible. You, but, but you're I not used like, to fly. Hold on. Now I fight. You, but you're not like a fighter. Like you're not like an MMA. But I'm opinionated. You're a verbal I'm fighter. I'm a verbal fighter. <laughs> I'm a very, I'm the most opinionated person I've ever met. Um, I disagree with that. Shut up. You're wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay. There's like a no win on that one. Okay, yeah. number five. How many countries have you been to layovers count? I have been to 47 countries. And only one was a layover that I didn't get to like walk around in. Okay, <clears throat> what is what's the most like bizarre country you've been it, been to? Oh, bizarre, bizarre. Like like people would be like, no, really? How? Uh, North Korea, because I snuck in. I wasn't <laughs> legally there. I snuck in through a fence into North Korea. Didn't you have like people like? But I got chased out. Yeah, by good people, yeah. not by bad people. Good people helped me get back. Right, right. They're like Korea, Scott, to no. South Korea. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, ooh, would you rather write a review or read a review? Write. <laughs> Does that go back to your opinion? <laughs> I, but I'd be nice. I'd be nice. <laughs> like I wouldn't want to. Like if something was well, if they were heretical or mean, maybe I'd let people know in a nice way. Don't don't listen. But mostly it's just because I'd want to really okay. amp up something great. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. <clears throat> um, number seven. 
This is pretty fast for You're just staring at me. leisure fire. I know, I'm, I'm thinking. Dun, dun, dun. Ready? Yes. What about your current job most reminds you of what you liked about high school? <laughs> uh, the, uh, I don't know what this says about me or my coworkers, but <laughs> all the fun times we have. Okay, like great. in the like yeah. the people I work with and having a blast. Oh yeah, yeah. We so we so give you a little history. We go back almost fifteen years now. Oh, for a second I thought you were telling me. <laughs> no, no, no. Like you and I, you and it's I go back. Yeah, <laughs> like fifteen years, right? I know. Oh, and yeah. seven. We would oh, always six. get <clears throat> yelled at. Like, be quiet. Like, you guys have to be quiet. You guys have right. to stop. Because our offices were at opposite ends of the. <laughs> Opposite ends of the hallway, and we would yell at each other. Yeah, they should have put us closer. Then we could have been quieter with one another. Yeah, exactly. Um, one of the one of the most annoying things I think that I I probably upset you with was I would be editing mm. and I would get songs stuck in here. <laughs> that one song we were talking about the other day in planning meeting. It was a good song that you had to listen to like yeah. ten seconds over and over. It was beautiful thing. Matt Gunger. He makes beautiful things. Yeah. Do, do, do. Uh, I despise that song now. Even the sound, if anything else makes that noise. What is it? Do, 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 I'll, 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 in my mind, I picture nine seconds of it for a month. Yeah. yeah, well, you know what I don't feel bad about is that because I had to listen to it non It's your job, not I know. mine. <laughs> but I wanted to involve people you in my work. a headphone. Like oh. you're wearing now. But I hate headphones because my ears get sweaty, and then it makes the headphones <laughs> My sweaty. ears get sweaty. They do. That's a you problem. Speaking of sweaty, I've not showered today because I thought I was going to go to the gym, mm. and I didn't go to the gym, and I, I take a shower after I go to the gym, mm-hmm. like for the day. Didn't happen. I normally don't get to shower on Thursday mornings because they're ungodly early for me, mm-hmm. and so I got to sleep in a little bit later because it's spring break, and, and then I dress nice. That's kind of cool. But I had to s- film today. Yeah, but you uh, still didn't shower, though. I did. When? You said you, you don't take a shower. But I didn't, have to sl- I didn't have to get up at 5 this morning. Oh. I got to sleep till 7. It's like a record. Lucky. Okay, ready. Ooh, okay, so here's the three things that I want to talk to you about. This, by the way, this, we're sponsored by <laughs> Topo Chico and Waterloo. No, we're not sponsored by them. We, if you want to I would be sponsored. My, uh, Topo Chico could sponsor my life. That'd be awesome. If I'd drive a Topo Chico We will car. drink these beverages, but if you, they're not sponsored, but we would, would not. They're so good. We would not reject sponsorship from them, okay? Yeah, I would go for it. Uh, three subjects. Ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, marriage, parenting, and leadership. These are the three things I want to talk about. So okay. this, shoot the breeze, might be more fun. Might be, nope, might be more serious. It depends on how many jokes we say in between each question. Ready? Mm-hmm. How long have you been married? 24 and a half years. <clears throat> Yesterday was the 25th anniversary of when she said yes. Wait. I was at Hana. We were at the beach in Hana, and I uh, asked her to marry me. I was going to make a joke about, like, which time, like, she said yes, finally. Like, no. no. <clears throat> one for one. One for one. Good. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, ready? Ooh, here we go. Most attractive quality about your wife when you met her? Hmm. Her adventurous spirit. Okay. And she's really gorgeous, but okay. that's kind of selfish. Mo- <laughs> most attractive thing about your wife now? Her adventurous spirit. Okay, they're her, the same. And her okay. love. Uh, it's just a combo. And her, just her love for people. Yeah. Just real life. Doing real life with people. Yeah. 
Because it's like, I know... But it's I, adventurous to do that. Right. And I know, like, obviously, 20-plus years, people change. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes personality, sometimes... Just mm-hmm. as you mature, grow older. So I, sometimes mm-hmm. that question is, like, two different... Oh, yeah, she was this. And yeah, then, no. she's yeah. the same. Yep. Um, uh, let's see. Favorite thing you've done for your wife? I gave her five babies. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have mothers who listen to this with their children. Scott, I know. Keep we five eight. We're we're populating heaven, um, uh, and the earth, and the earth, <laughs> and the minivans. <laughs> Beth, uh, Beth, uh, Best thing you've given your wife? I don't. I. Saw, I mean, I I got her. Oh, this last year was cool. For Mother's Day, she got a four wheel drive truck. Nice. And then for her birthday, she got 38 special, Smith & Wesson. Really? That's probably not the greatest, like, spiritual thing I've ever done for my wife or, like, relational. No, that, no, but it's cool. All, all no. she needs is, like, a cowboy hat and boots now. You know what, though? Everything or is spiritual. Everything is spiritual, Scott. You should buy her a horse. Why? Where would you keep it? There's nowhere in your property to keep a horse. I know, horse. but, like, she drives a truck. She's got 38 you, special. No, you moved Come into on. you moved into a neighborhood that there were you, no other houses. There no other houses, there. and now it's like a postage stamp. I know, They're ruining my horse property. You literally can see your neighbor naked. Like that's how close you guys are. It's <laughs> <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. Okay, sorry. <laughs> he fixed the window. Hypo- sorry, <laughs> hypothetically, you can see. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What happens on the podcast stays on the podcast <laughs> yes. and gets <laughs> sent okay. out to tens of people. <laughs> but I think that's probably the coolest. I mean, yeah, like trips to Hawaii, trip to Ireland, those are cool too. Or you, you guys have had so, obviously so much life, so much experiences. Like there, you can't equate it. But yeah, right. like recently, yeah. gun in a truck. I mean, come on, yeehaw, giddy up. <laughs> okay, I was gonna have so many jokes right now. <laughs> You you bring out the worst in me. <laughs> usually my, and here's the thing: my wife usually stops me or like will kick me. I know. And I know you won't. So it's like well, I have to preempt. I have my go-to at home when I get in trouble. Is well, Nate think, would think that's funny. Nate would agree. And it's always like it doesn't. He doesn't. To, to which I usually get a text going, "Do you agree with this?" <laughs> I almost did it. I think last night. <laughs> I almost asked you a question. <laughs> I left it alone. Uh, okay, ready? Uh, number one best marriage advice you've received. Um, <laughs> there's so many different things that that <coughs> this one, especially this one couple poured into us. But I think one of the best ones I took away was <clears throat> always live to out prefer her. Okay. You know, the scriptures say prefer one another or esteem each other highly, but yeah. always always live to out prefer. Okay. Like just just continue to to do and to go and to and to. And, and just consider her more. Yeah. I think one of the uh, the things you often hear in in a relationship is, man, you both have to give, like, 50-50, come together in the middle. And I, I think, like, what you're saying is, no, you if you, you both have to give 100%. Right. Um, there, there's no middle. You try to surpass right. each other and, and like you're saying, preferring yeah. or loving and being beneficial for yeah. the other person. What makes her come alive Yeah. Uh, to, to, to do whatever I could do to make that happen. Yeah. You know, that would be... Because that's then tapping into the way God made her. Yeah. <clears throat> it makes her come alive. And so 
man, that's, I think that pleases the father too. Yeah. If so, like if there's a couple that, you know, who are, who are maybe just getting married or maybe they're, they're dating, looking at getting engaged, all of that, would you say like, that would be the number one thing is try to out prefer, try to do more. Yeah. I'd say that any, any marriage counseling I've ever done, that's one of the things, uh, usually gonna run into that that collision right because they they're both standing their ground for one reason or another and sometimes it's legitimately understandable right yep. but it's this the constant just how about you prefer him how about you and then you prefer her and and sometimes the argument comes back well if <clears throat> if i prefer him more than he prefers me then what about me mm-hmm. and it's like yeah uh-huh. Well, okay, so you, you <laughs> kind of touched on what the temptation or the the struggle with that um, can you speak a little bit more into the, like what is some of the biggest struggles you personally had with preferring her, and then how how have you uh, managed those? What well, do you number do? one, because I'm opinionated, <clears throat> which means I, tr- tr- you know, in my flesh, I'm always right, right? <laughs> so, so then anything that doesn't line up with that, my flesh says, well, then you're wrong. Yeah. So then you don't deserve preference. That's all flesh talking, which never dies, right? Right. Um, so it's that constant just going, okay, th- this is not how I would do it. Uh, and, the, and the Lord, you know, the first six and a half years of our marriage, which is our story, was was tumultuous at best. and uh, very On the good days. Yeah, on good days, <laughs> it was tumultuous and contentious. And, and I was a pill. And then it was completely broken. Yeah. And then the Lord restored it uh, miraculously. And, and just began to teach me, Scott, this is, this is how I actually made her. Mm-hmm. Would you love her this way? Uh, it actually taught me so much about what it means to even, as a, a pastor or a church leader, to, to <clears throat> love and protect the bride of Christ, which is the church. Because mm. it's like, hey, she's, this, is, this is the bride I've given you, but she's actually mine. Mm-hmm. So you, you take care of, of Sarah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, that's a big deal. I don't think I can. And he's like, right, you can't. And I'm like, oh, no. You know, but, but then he's like, but I'll, I'll, I'll empower you to do it by the, by the spirit I've given you and, the, and, the, and what, how Jesus has shown you how to live. And then, and then just me coming alongside you and being for you, I'm going to show you how to do it. And so it was just, mm-hmm. it wasn't like all of a sudden I'm like, hey, now I perfectly know how to prefer her. But it was little things. It was everyday stuff and, and you know, and just, and just the 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 way she's made versus the way I'm made, just right. the natural inclinations and just going, that's not really against me. Like, 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 I don't know. I don't know if this has ever really been a big case for, for us, but it's a biggie in, in life. I've run into it, but like people are like, he, he won't take out the garbage or she won't yeah. ever take out the garbage. And it's like, what if that person like legitimately just, that doesn't register to them. Yeah. And for you, it just always registers. Does it matter? What if like, what if they, what if Sarah looked at the garbage and said, I'll never take out the garbage? Would I, do I love her enough to go, I'm always going to take out the garbage? Mm-hmm. My flesh is going to be like, no way. Right. But my spirit's like, is that a big deal? Is, is 12 seconds of my life that big of a deal? Right. So you're, you're kind of speaking into the gifts that individuals have like obviously like one person will see right. something another person will see motivated. something motivated motivated by yeah <laughs> yeah 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 um and i think you know for for lace and i that's been probably one of the biggest enrichment things in our marriage is 
uh, deferring to the other person's Mm -hmm. gift, right? Yeah. Um, It may not be how, especially with what you're saying, you know, if you're opinionated, it may not be how you would do it. But if you're like, uh, (laughs) she's actually deeply motivated, passionate about whatever, gifted Mm -hmm. in this. Yeah. Man, I'm willing to give up my my right for that or even my even my opinion because if she's good at it i'm like why would i yeah yeah like for sarah like she's naturally an exhorter and an encourager and i i wasn't i was gonna say those are the opposite gifts of you (laughs) yeah i was never that but i but i actually have learned yeah i've learned it number one from jesus because he's had my heart and he's tamed me but also watching a person instead of being like, well, that person just doesn't do things right. Right, right. Me just, like, being, like, I, I can do this. I can love her and prefer her. And then watching and be like, wow, I can't do that. <laughs> like, I'd like to learn how to do that. And it's yeah. like God's like, well, then I'll teach you. Right. And so right. I've learned I have to be more proactive in it. But it's really easy to do. Yeah. If I ask Jesus to help me. Yeah. It just doesn't come naturally, but I can still do it. And then I watch the, then I don't have, and I don't have to like make up stuff. I'm like, ah, oh, cause I can watch her and go, okay, that's what she does. I'll yeah. just mimic that. Right. Right. It's really cool. They, Lacey's really good at empathizing with people. <clears throat> I'm not so much. And so I, so I, that's exactly it. It's like, I, okay, I know the Holy Spirit is, especially because I run a ministry that deals with caring <laughs> for people. <laughs> but it's, it, it, it is not that, right? It is not right. my natural. I'm more, I'm more, I can be more discerning and see issues. Mm-hmm. And so I've had to learn how do I, I basically observing Lacey being a, empathetic right. and joining that to my discernment and being able to see issues, I'm able to say, okay, here's the issue here via yeah. watching Lacey be empathetic is how I can mm-hmm. uh, help that issue yeah. right yeah thank you so much for listening to our podcast this is one of the many resources we make available for free at our website cultivaterelationships.com our resources have helped people grow in their relationship with god and others uh, we've seen people set free from uncontrollable anger and paralyzing fear we've witnessed estranged family members be reunited after working through our freedom booklet. We've helped people build healthy relationship and coping habits through our coaching videos. And all of these resources are made available for free because of the generous support of people like you. If you would like to become a partner, please visit cultivaterelationships.com support. Now, I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. You kind of spoke on this, and, and we'll get to leadership in a minute, but I wanted to ask you this. You said that loving, uh, loving your wife has helped you better love his, his bride. Mm-hmm. Um, so you are a pastor. How would you say, like, what are, what are in, your, like, in your marriage, what are one or two things that you're like, okay, because of my marriage, this has helped me be a better pastor? Like you're saying, caring for the church, caring for your, the, the yeah. congregation God's <clears throat> given you authority over. I think just having, number one, having the, uh, the, the extra grace needed for wherever a person is in life, mm. whether it's quirks or struggles or, or pains they're going through or, <clears throat> or how maybe bouncing off the wall, excited they are. Right. But just being able to go, man, people are people and they're so different and let's just celebrate them. I actually love celebrating, I'm, but I'm not naturally, like, empathetic. So reaching, connecting with people, I, like, I naturally want to do every wedding on the planet because yeah. I love that celebration. Yeah. I struggle with funerals 
I, I would rather just sit in a in a room with those who've been broken and are grieving yeah. than having to put on a funeral. Right. Naturally, because right. I am not as good with that. I'd rather just be like, hey, the four of us, let's just walk this through. Right. But I, I love to celebrate. So, but being married has helped me. And, and just walking that through with Sarah is just like, hey, that person is this, that person is that. Mm-hmm. And and they don't need to be each other. And let's just, right. and even helping others to go, it's okay. It's okay. Let's just yeah. let that, let's just accept that gift that God's given us in that area. And then that's something we're going to help that person grow into or out of. Right. Um, right. A second thing I think is just um, Sarah's so high faith. <clears throat> she believes uh, that, that, God can and will do everything. And and so I've just always Are they mowing? I think I think they're mowing the Or are they Oh, we're getting security cameras in yeah. in our so office. I, so I thought maybe a plane was landing. Yeah, right. On, earlier we had some weird planes. On happening. the office. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. But her high faith, I'm I'm a natural pessimist. <laughs> right. Um You are no here's I always say I'm an optimist I'm I'm a realist with a with a, with a negative slant. You um, are, no, here's the thing. <laughs> you are I'm just... I'm a happy pessimist. No, no, it's not pessimism. It's just optimistically <clears throat> real. Hesitantly... Pessimistically critical. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she's like... Sure. <laughs> like pessimists look at her and go, wow, she's really a pessimist. I mean, optimists look at yeah. her, sorry, and they say, wow, she's really... And pessimists look at you going, you depress me. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with us? Yeah. No, but so I've learned to believe her high faith has just helped me to be, to like, I, I might be right over like at like if 50 is middle, mm-hmm. like and that's a realist. I might be at 51 now. Ooh. So, you know, on the, on the, you know, optimist. Optimist. 49. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, okay, I'm going to jump to parenting. Hmm. Uh, best part of being a parent. Oh man, how do you pick? I just the life. You only have bring. you only have one. The life my kids bring to my life. Okay, okay. Does that include messiness of life? <laughs> how would it not? <laughs> I think it would with one kid, but yeah, five of course. I uh, oftentimes, particularly recently, <clears throat> I've had to remind myself. And thankfully, I have OCD people in my life that I look at them and going, oh, thank goodness I have kids because I don't want to be that, you know. Um, <laughs> I must name somebody, but I won't. No, no, you can't. But like, I he already, knows it. I already lean. I already <laughs> lean toward like one fork, one spoon, one knife. I already wear the same clothes every day. Like I already go toward OCD, right? And I see people in my life and I'm like, oh, man, they are they are horribly neurotically OCD and uh and I'm like okay the my kids have given me the ability to be flexible to be (laughs) the ability (laughs) necessity they force upon me (laughs) it's a Stockholm syndrome (laughs) (laughs) because I'm with them I now like them no I'm just kidding um yeah no it yeah right it it, that life that they bring I mean I (laughs) I, I mean, as much as, I mean, Sarah and I love getting away and having our, our date times and our getaways and, yeah. and even like overnighters sometimes, but I mean, life without them, like even when one, this week we had one of our kids gone to, you know, a cousin's for a few days and it mm. just, it, it lost something. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I love it. We have a, we have a loud, I mean, you have five, we have a loud one and a quiet one. 
and no matter which one is away for an extended period of time it does it, it you feel a you feel a hole right yeah and there's a hole in your mm-hmm. in your family um it the Holy Spirit's like, blowing so- through. It the Holy Spirit like, is on the way. It sounds like a helicopter is landing, and yeah. maybe it's Mark in his little gyros in. plane. And he's landing. <laughs> All right, ready? I think, what is- I think that's actually how he lands. <laughs> if you're watching this video, it's technical. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, what age do you think children are cutest to observe? Um. Three to five is like, because they just <clears throat> all the stuff is coming alive to them. Yeah, they're, they're funny. I mean, they're, f- I mean, we go from seven to seventeen now, almost seventeen now, and and they're all fun. But yeah, yeah. But the cutest to observe, just to watch them be the show, is three yeah. to five. I think it gives like like that age range. Number one, they're past the the baby phase. You start to see personality, mm-hmm. and then also they're old enough to start the interaction right, right? where right. there's like an actual give it oh i agree I, I actually agree yeah that's great <laughs> yeah, i disagree with you scott you're not always wrong you. <laughs> you know if i shared your opinion <laughs> we would both be wrong you know <laughs> um oh here we go oh uh-oh deep ready deep thoughts for jack handy uh, this is just this is, yeah oh i love jack handy jack handy um, is awesome this is a question that i constantly have struggles with here it is how do you best shape the will of your kids without breaking their spirit mm. can you lock them in a shed no just kidding <laughs> um, that's why we bought a shed Nate no wrong that's for my lawnmower um, how do you best shape Without breaking? Wait. Yeah, like, how do you, how do you, okay, you know. Because sometimes you got to break the will, but not break the kid. Maybe, well, maybe the, maybe the better question is how do you, how do you direct your kid's will? Well, Without one breaking is, it, like, without, Lord, without. I mean, you got to know individually, so we have five, and they're, yeah. they're so, some of them have similarities, like, one and four have some similarities, and, and you know, two and five have similarities, but, yeah. but they're all so unique, even, even though. So it's, Lord, you got to show me for this one what to do here. And for sometimes, sometimes it's just like, I, I know what to do. He, he's taught me or I know what's right. But then sometimes it's like, uh, I, 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 I really am at a loss, Lord. And you know, like God yeah. totally knows. He, he yeah. does it all the time with seven billion at a time. <laughs> he's working on them. <laughs> Mind blown. And so it's, it's leaning into the Lord, trusting him, and then trusting the long game. Oh, I goodness. hate the long game when it doesn't, and it's not my desire or my benefit. Like, right. I mean, it's my benefit, but when it's not like I'm playing it all out, so I know when the clock runs out. Yeah. Uh, but but it is. I mean, it's it's the long game because we're I'm raising them to know Jesus and be disciples of Christ, and to change the planet for the kingdom. Right. So I'll play the long game there. Just sometimes, like at the supper table, long game ain't good. Cause it's just not working. Cause you just won't eat that tomato or something, and it's. <laughs> I it, don't eat it, tomatoes. So Keen's <laughs> glad he's allergic to them, but <laughs> the rest of them have to eat them. I always joke. I always joke. I'm allergic to tomatoes and onions. They make me throw up. 
I don't think that's an allergy. It can be. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's yep. leaning into Jesus. What? And sometimes it's like, this is how I deal with this issue. <clears throat> so I just keep going, Lord, help me. And sometimes it's like, for right now, yep. I need you. Like, this is a one-time shot. You got to you gotta download me on me, Jesus, because yeah. I, I need help. And then, but it really is doing that. And then just grace, 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 and being humble to ask forgiveness because yep. I, blow, I blow it. I have to ask my kids forgiveness all the time. And it's really real. It's like if I went into any kid after I've like done something wrong and said, hey, forgive me, they're going to say yes, daddy, because mm-hmm. they, they love me. Yeah. But I have to look in my eyeballs. Yeah. What I said there, how I acted, I was wrong because of this. Yeah. And not because of you, but because yeah. of me. So will you please forgive me? When it's never. And that's, man, that's a tender moment. Right. And it's never justifying what you did. Like, listen, I'm sorry I did this, but. Right. right? Right. And I think, honestly, that's been one of the, as I observe families and uh, parents and kind of go back in my, my life, that repentance part, that ability to ask for your kids' forgiveness and you're right. Like, they'll, they will forgive you. If I did it curt and short yeah. and rude, they'd forgive me. Right. But that's not good. But that's not... Oh, goodness. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It, it is something. I mean, every oh. time it happens, it's just something that I know is deeply spiritual yeah. and, and heart to heart. And he's yeah. doing it in me. Well, it's a hum- it's humbling. For them, but in me. Yeah, it's humbling because you are technically the authority in the home. And to be able to tell mm-hmm. your kids, I'm sorry, I did this wrong, mm-hmm. uh, you know, massive. The other, you'd said kind of per child, you have to interact with them per child, right? Mm-hmm. Uniquely. Yeah. Would, would you also, or could you also speak to uh, even moment by moment, with an individual child, like yeah. one moment may require grace and literally zero consequence, mm-hmm. where another moment may be like, and you're grounded now. Yeah, sometimes it is. Hey, I, I love you, but there there is this consequence, and sometimes it is. <clears throat> I'm always going to speak to it, mm-hmm. even if it's lightly covered over, because I, I don't want them to think I'm just not ignoring him. But like, hey, we, we know that we don't do that, right? Yeah. Or else, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm going to have to put the bowl of cereal on your head. And make it light, but let them yeah. know, hey, that was wrong, but we're, we're just walking this through I right now. I the bowl on my head, though. <laughs> yeah, with cereal yeah. in it. Yeah. You know. uh, and, then, and, then, and then sometimes it's it's even like there's a consequence, and, and there's no earning this back. And sometimes there's a consequence, but hey, here's the thing. You show me the next hour or two hours before bedtime this. We, you can earn, mm. you know. Instead of being grounded for the rest of the year, no, just kidding. Uh, Wait, is so, that is that wrong? <laughs> I think I've said that before. Like even giving him, and we'll go into next year too. That using when you're eighteen, you'll be done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is. It's uh, nothing can be. I just don't think it can ever always be exactly the same way. Yeah, for even for one kid. I yeah. think you have, and because when did God? When has God ever done that for any of us? There's times I've had some severe consequences for my sins, mm-hmm. and sometimes he has given me extreme grace, and it's like, uh, is the other shoe going to fall? Yeah, exactly. And it When's the next shoe? Yeah, yeah. And, and then sometimes there's an in-between it. And so yeah. if he does that for me, and he does it perfectly, I, of course I have to do that for them. Yeah. I'm just, I mean, sometimes I'm like, I, 
You know, in a good way, I'm like, I nailed that. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. that, was, that was a good dad I moment. I had that moment this morning. I responded like <laughs> curt, like very quick. And then I had, I, I had, I'm like, hey, can you come back? I want to talk about this. And we had it. And then she, she, you know, we were done talking, went away. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, you're going to congratulate yourself. Jesus, you're smiling, right? That was a win. <laughs> Did you see that? Did you see that? You were there. Yeah. <laughs> um, how does, how does like being married? So like, uh, preface it with the story so like i'm more i I tend to be more structure Mm -hmm. and consistency meaning they're always going to be grounded for you (laughs) like (laughs) i I tend to be the hard like the hard Mm -hmm. line right and lacy tends to be the the grace and uh i i call it letting them get away with things she calls it grace um how have <laughs> that next this episode is, yeah <laughs> this is, oh <laughs> we already know uh, there's no surprises here uh, how would you say like in your marriage with that how has that uh come together in how you interact with your kids uh excellent times <clears throat> terrible times and i mean yeah like sometimes we're like man we're doing good here. And sometimes it's yeah. like staring them down. Like, what are you thinking? You know, <laughs> one of us staring the other one down yeah. or, yeah. or one sometimes even like she, I'm sure she does it more than me, but sometimes I'm like, uh, I'm not going to get, I'm just going to pretend I'm not here. <laughs> you know, I'll let this and go. <laughs> now I don't have to, I'm not the one that homeschools them. Right, right, right. So she's, yeah. yep. She's mom and she's homeschool teacher yeah. for five kids, five grades, <laughs> four days a week. Cause they do their job and they get Fridays off. But, um, homeschool plug. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say we've we've talked about homeschooling, yeah. so yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's just like marriage. It's it's l- learning and growing and 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 going. I think that was wrong, or mm-hmm. wow, you had a attitude there, or yeah. you know, or you know, have you had a great job there? Have you had to lean into the other person? Like you in within your marriage parenting, having to lean into the other person's gifts because you're like, I yeah, need, but it's I, never it never sounds right in the moment. It's like you <laughs> you handle her because I'll blow up. You know, it's never like, hey, honey, I think it'd be a great hey, job for you to handle this right now. I think you have the gifts and it's the usually calling. Like, hey, I'm gonna go and get you know, <laughs> I'm gonna go and get the chainsaw, so hopefully you can deal with it before I get back. I'm gonna and, go get the shed ready. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, it's usually never like, but and it's typically yeah. I think it's yeah. typically me. Going, if I have to handle this, it won't go well. Right, right, right. But, yeah. you know, I think, I, I don't think, <laughs> I know there's me. a better way for me to, to even go into that. <laughs> even though it's wise, yeah. Yeah. you could be graciously wise. Yeah. No, okay, so I want to kind of go into leadership, but I, th- I, I feel like uh, you and I are two people. We don't believe things are, uh, there are separate things in our life. Like, everything meshes right. and blends together, right? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we can... Uh, the tendency is to believe my work is work. Mm-hmm. My wife is my wife, or my spouse is my spouse. My kids are... I'm a parent to my kids. Right. Uh, I have friends, and then I have church people. And, like, it, right. everything is disconjointed. So I want to move into leadership, but I, I'm... Wanting to make sure we kind of like pull the thread of whether it's your marriage, whether it's your romantic relationship, your kids, all of these mm-hmm. things, they're all <clears throat> like in a thread. And so like with that, um, 
I'm trying to think of how, like, how has, because I was just thinking of, like, you're a pastor, you're over a group of people, you're over a team of leaders who are over teams. Um, how has, like, uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll say it this way. Do you find that you've had to interact with people, with your team, with people in the congregation, pastoral, whoever it is, your elders, uh, how you act with your kids like this is an individual and I can't I can't like I can't approach this individual based on these 17 other interactions I've had today right does that make sense yeah I think though I'm I'm able to if if people don't know me quite as well like even if I'm their pastor but they don't do like five days a week with me or seven days a week with me I can always and this is by the grace of God but he's taught me this, like whatever's happened behind mm-hmm. the scenes, either home or work or, you know, helping, you know, maybe something tragic. I've had to walk somebody through. I can walk in and be <clears throat> jovial, be full of life and encouraging. Right. And that doesn't carry or bleed over, for lack of a better word. Yep. Uh, in, in, in the ones I do it with, uh, lo- like every day, doing li- real life together, working, serving, everything, um, I can be absolutely real and raw, like, man, this is tough right now, and I feel totally comfortable yeah. being vulnerable. Yes, yeah. that's the best word. And then, and then being just jovial and and yeah. and happy and joking and and uh, I don't, I mean, we, we walk through what we walk through because it's real life. Right. And at church, I'm I'm you know I'm a huge fan of church, my whole life, even as a as a punk kid and then a rebellious barely if I was a follower follower right I was a believer right. that didn't follow right <clears throat> I love church yeah like it, it just always it made sense to me I agreed with it I was terrible at following Jesus but I yeah. still love church right so I'm a fan right. I'm a church fan yeah and to me it's it's always it's one body walking together just like my body moves yeah you know my yeah. hand doesn't stay back <laughs> it walks with me but it, uh, uh, to me it's a family yeah and and so my kids are the closest part of the family within the family. So it's like cousins and aunties and uncles and all of that. Um, so everybody's my brother and sister and family. And so I just, I love that. And so you walk through the, like our own kids have, yeah. they struggle with one another sometimes. And But you don't like go, hey, I'm moving out. No, you're right. 12, you're living here. Right. Um, we're walking this through. Right. Um, and I love that about church. Yeah. Uh, I love when people walk through the, the tough times interpersonally and the stuff that comes upon them and doesn't yeah. they don't quit because families don't quit they, yeah they, they walk stuff together how do you how do you scott freaking uh so you don't have to give like a platitude. How do you, Scott Fricking, lead a group of people through difficulty when external voices and opinions try to dissuade you from what you feel like God has spoken to you, empowered you with, uh, called you to for that body? Well, I mean, I think <clears throat> first you just eyes eyes on Jesus. So, I mean, I always use the phrase Jesus focused. Yeah. Gospel centered, Jesus focused. So we know what not to do, and then we know that everything we do is going to be in there. Yeah. Or it's going to be about him. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then there's variations all throughout that, but what is God saying to us? Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, 
that's a big load to bear because <clears throat> sometimes it's like, hey, God, God's saying that we could do a billion things. Yeah. God's yeah. saying to do these two. Yeah. They are gospel-centered. They are focused on Jesus. Yeah. And these are the two we're doing. Oh, but what about, what about, what about? Yeah. Man, yeah. I trust that. God will make that happen somewhere else and from someone else. This is right. where we're going. Right. Um, <clears throat> just like even if you took something as base as a vacation, a family, if you had X amount of money, can do at least a thousand things mm-hmm. on vacation, but they're going to do one. Right. Right. And that's good. And well, that's great. What I was going to say, you brought, yeah. so you brought it back to family and I would say that's the same thing for families, right? Mm-hmm. Like my family operates how my family operates. Mm-hmm. Your family operates how your family operates. We could probably go back and forth sharing some good ideas right. that we've learned. But they're going to be two totally different families. And if your family <laughs> vacation was to go rob a bank and and you know and and get drunk on it, that'd be terrible. That yeah. wouldn't be what you do. Right. So that's just a no. Yeah. So so with being Jesus focused and gospel centered, right. you know that what you do has got to be in there, and then you do that that thing or those mm-hmm. things that God says. How do you how do you look at other churches, and kind of like what what would you say is your litmus, te- litmus test of going looking at other churches going ooh, I like what they're doing. Sh- should that be part of me or kind of the opposite side of going oh I hate that I don't like what they're doing. Should that be a part of me? Like, how do you how do you do that? Because there's there's you and I we've had these talks yeah. where we disagree <clears throat> with some churches, we agree with others. Sometimes we agree with something now that we've disagreed with in the past, mm-hmm. and vice versa. So yeah. how do you, man, day by day, year by year, whatever, say? I think the one thing like I love to compare, uh, yeah. you know, uh, and not in a negative way, but go okay, how how are they doing <laughs> I that? Love comparing like, myself to other people, well, I love going, man. How do they do that? How do they okay. make that happen? Yeah, and yeah. and is there something? Should we do that, or sh- is there some way we can do our own thing that that that's connected and yeah. that can do it that way, you know, or or go how can we come alongside and support them and making that happen Yeah, and, and not have to ever do it? Like we don't right, need right. to, we don't need to do that. Yeah. that. There's one aspect of that. Some, when, when I, f- when I look at something and go, Oh, I, th- I, th- I, th- I don't believe that's right. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm closely connected with maybe the pastor of that church, I'll have that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I love him or yeah, I mean him, cause those are my, pastor friends that are close or, or males. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't mean that, uh, you know, that, that I'm going to be like preach against it or right. anything, but right. I might look at it and go, Oh, I, I don't think they're in the gospel anymore. Yeah. Or I think their focus is, it's just, you know, off topic. And so yeah. I may have that conversation. I don't know that I'm going to, you know, we have a great elder leadership here that rotates out every three years provides great structure. I'm extremely close to them. They're strong men of God. So I firmly trust that the way God's set it up, we're never going to go off kilter. Right. So right. it's submitting things and going, hey, this is what we want to do with missions, with yeah. a, a camp, you know, for kids, yeah. with whatever we're doing, with a new thing that we're adding in. And that they might go, man, let's, let's pray. Let's do that. And we're going to pray for blessing over it. And so I just, I have a great leadership structure. I don't have to worry. I don't have to worry about being in charge of everything. Is there, uh, is there anything like right now, you, you obviously have friends in the community who are pastors, all of that, that you champion, uh, maybe a a thing they're doing, but you, you personally don't feel like, Hey, that's not the call of 
Hill Country Fellowship Church. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, <clears throat> I mean, I, I, some oh, of no it, fact. like with the Crisis Network that we're a part of, there's yeah. 14 of us churches that are part of it, okay. and and none of us own it or lead it. There's actually that leadership structure, okay. and we all play our part in pouring into it. Yeah. And so that camaraderie helps go, we don't have to ever worry about creating that in our own church and it exists alone, but interdependent on the churches being involved. That's fantastic. And that's yeah. awesome. And yeah. I love getting close to those pastors. Cool. Some of them are my closest friends. And then, and there's some pastors like, like I, you know, it would never pop into my mind to create an entire area on our property that looked like old town Bethlehem. Yeah. But there's one church that, that has oh, Bethlehem. So cool. They've done that. <laughs> and so I'm cool. like, we, number one, I would never th- have thought of it. <laughs> uh, number two, if I had thought of it, I wouldn't have to worry about it anymore because I'd be like, uh, you know, Doug and them do that over there at First Baptist. <laughs> right. So even our Good Friday service, now I know that yeah. COVID has done things that it's done. Um, so n- hopefully next year it'll get back to where they do that. But like we even fashion our Good Friday service to end exactly in 55 minutes so people can get in their cars because there's there's the Bethlehem they do at Christmas, but oh, then they also so do cool. one at Easter time. Right. So the Easter time starts at 6 on Good Friday. So we tell our people, get done at 5.55 here and then go over there and yeah. be a part of because they, they use it twice because it's this old town Bethlehem. And I think that's awesome. I, and I tell people to go there all the time. I've been to this Bethlehem. You just go for the bread it's, nonstop. I, you come home is, with a belly full of bread. The bread is fantastic. <laughs> but I, the on it's like one of the cool, it's like, Burns this little town, right? It's like one of the coolest things I've seen in It's a, the, it's in the any soldiers' town. outfits. It's the soldiers outfit fits get me. You can I know, you can I know. you can upgrade those for pretty cheap. I have a website. Give me a call. Um, I love. Yes, yeah, so I don't have to. We don't have to worry about that. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's cool. What do you? So, kind of my last question in theory. Um, what would? What have you had to cultivate in your own life? We're sponsored by Cultivate, <laughs> so I have to say their name at least once. Um, what would you? What have you had to personally cultivate in your own life to be able to lead with such such conviction? Not just your family, but as a pastor, as a pastor of a church, with uh, uh, there's always opposition. There's always mm-hmm. outside voices giving commentary to the choices you make. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- that's not just true of, of a pastor in his church. It's also families. I mean, how many people... Right. Scott, why do you do that in your family? <laughs> yeah. Um, how do you... What have you had to cultivate in your own life to live with such conviction and trust that what you're doing is the like, will of God or I'd the say voice? one thing that, that my mentor has gone on to view, Jesus taught me was... It's got the jobs and the jobs impossible, so you can't do it. Mm. So that was one thing he taught me. It's all on God. And and with that, you need to know your part. Yeah. And then you walk with conviction. So to know my part, it's 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 leaning in heavily to the Holy Spirit. Mm. Holy Spirit, what are you leading me to do? You dwell in me. Right. You're the Spirit of the Living God. You empower me with the gifts motivational gifts that are manifestations, gifts that are empowerments. What are you calling me to do? Because what you call, if if you're calling me to be a pastor, especially mm-hmm. a lead pastor, 
you're calling, when you call me to do something, you're calling the church to do that too. Right, right. So, so you lead me. Yeah. And, and I, I even, I, you know, do my hands like this, like kind of opening hands. If you're not watching, you you can't see it, but my hands are just open. Like I'm going to, I'm going to live with my hands open to you, yeah. but I am going to confidently walk forward. Yeah. <clears throat> and if you stop me, I'll stop. And if yeah. you turn me on a dime, I'll turn on a dime. But I have to walk forward because I can't not. Yeah. So the job's impossible, so it's on you. But then, Holy Spirit, you got to tell me what you want me to do, where you want us to go uh, in this, um, and and then and then walking in that, and then and then having great people in my life that I'm accountable to, being vulnerable, being accountable. Mm-hmm. What do you do to the voices, or what do you say to the voices who are like, you're just being arrogant? You're just being pride-filled because you're not listening to me or you're not listening to these voices. I think it's my, my desire is to hear from the, the Holy Spirit. First and foremost, I, I, I appreciate people caring enough. Yeah. Um, but I always have to answer to God first and foremost. And, and if I'm wrong, man, pray that, that, I, that I hear clearly from the Lord. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and, then, and that kind of deafens the, any kind of angst that people have when they come in because it's like well scott's actually asking me to pray and he's not saying he's the be all end all right because i get it wrong i mean i get it wrong so praise god that no one loses their salvation because of me (laughs) right right. (laughs) and and that that god can take wrongs and and with a humble heart he's like no sweat yeah we i mean we screw up as parents as husbands anybody screws up all the time Elon Musk probably screws up more than anybody in business. Yeah. And yet, Tesla it's, is what it is. It's one of the, what do you call it, truisms, axioms of, of successful people. Well, is, truism and axiom. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the idea that you're always going to be failing, uh, but it's those who give up. It, I mean, the proverb. Yeah. Though a righteous man may fall seven times, he gets right. back up. You know, and Romans idea. eight twenty eight yeah. is my God. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. if I'm called according to His purpose, it's yeah. on Him. He will always work and scheme and always redeem. Always. Right? Yeah. And, and I think it's our the posture of our heart, the posture of our life. Going, hey, right. <clears throat> I'm gonna, de- I'm gonna default to mm-hmm. your voice, right? Which which can yeah. be hard. And you already spoke to that. How you have a system set up in your life that cultivates that vulnerability mm-hmm. and it cultivates the voice of others in your life, not just one person uh, speaking one thing to you, right? Right. You're not like an empty shell and you just do whatever they say. Um, you have multiple men, individuals mm-hmm. in your life that you have chosen to be vulnerable with, right? Right. Um, and it's not a vulnerability like, man, I struggled today. It's right. it's a vulnerability based on here's the weaknesses in my life, mm-hmm. um, whether it's your within your marriage, within uh, uh, right, whatever, right, right, weaknesses, blind spots, uh, whatever. You know, here's where I often fail. Can you, <laughs> yeah, help build me up? You know, right. um, but I think that's probably the key. Whether it's in a marriage, in a family, parent leading with your team, whether it's a church or a job or right. ministry, whatever you're in, the ability to be bold, like c- courageously vulnerable and <laughs> confident in your walk with God. Right. Like, I think that would be, if I could create an axiom, 
I just created an axiom. There you go. That's my axiom for life. <laughs> I think vulnerability is <clears throat> as as much as we emphasize it, it's still incredibly underrated. Oh my word. Not just and not, not just, like, oh I'm a bad no, 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 person. No. Not being authentic. Right. Authentic vulnerability. Authentically vulnerable. The ability to say not just here's Hey, I, I, I'm a person who struggles, mm-hmm. but going, here are my struggles. Right. Here are where I have failed in the past. Right. My proclivity to fail in the future. Dude, I have all of the, un- like, I went to... $10 word university. I was going to say, I, I went to an unaccredited <laughs> Bible college. But not even a Bible college, it was a Bible school. Uh, <clears throat> I have all the words. Um... No, it, it is that. And I think if we could be more vulnerable with a purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Not just mm-hmm. being a shock jock. Yeah. yeah. No, I actually want to fix it. A purpose it. and a desire. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to be stuck here. Right. Awesome. Hey, Scott. Thanks for joining us on Cultivate. Hey, speaking of your Bible college, they yeah. contacted Pastor Dan the other day. No, they didn't. some of his apologetic stuff. Really? Oh, cool. Oh, Rocio Christie about establishing a... Uh, thing there. Where? At ABI. No. Yeah. Why? How? I don't know. He brought it up to me today. He's like, I think that's Nathan's. I'm like, you're right. Is it Alaska Bible College or Alaska Bible Institute? No, ABI. Yeah. No. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> I'm really good friends with the president. I feel I like, told him that. I feel like I should have known about this. Maybe you didn't know that you... Uh, Eric, I'm very upset that you... you Maybe don't Eric listen. didn't know Dan and you were in the same church. Maybe. It's hurtful either way. Um, <laughs> not really. I'm just kidding. Thanks for talking with me. That's great. Thanks for taking my wife's spot for a little bit. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I don't have flaming red hair, but no, I'm good. No, no, no. No, it's good. Awesome. Well, thank you, Scott. I appreciate it. And, uh, man, I hope to have you back on. <laughs> See if we survive the earthquake outside. Good night. That was wow. perfectly timed. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you.